listening to Don't Date Me, a podcast from Scotland where a certain number of adults discuss dating each week. Follow us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts so you don't miss future episodes. I'm Jamie, a 37-year-old, 6'4", bisexual man and closeted Christian. And I will tell you exactly what I do and do not like in bed. I will promise you that. (laughs) Hey, I'm Emma Jane, a 33-year-old Five foot three, demisexual, crazy mama, and I will avoid you like the plague when it comes to talking about sex. Oh, really? We'll come back to that. <laughs> Hello, I'm Caitlin, and I'm 27 years old. Why are you even here? I know, I ask this all the time. You're not no, 30. Too I'm, not 30. I'm not 30. I'm actually... But you've got a life experience of a 50-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> When it comes to sex and relationships, yeah, 100%. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, unlike Imogen, will talk the backside off of you regarding sex and everything in between. So, yeah. So, what's been new since we were last all on the podcast? What's been happening? So, you got a new job. I've been on since I got my new job. <laughs> okay, since I was last on the podcast. <laughs> You've got a new job. Yes, since you were last on, I've got a new job. Um, since I was last on, we've just been dealing with women's health issues and that's yeah. it, really. So, is she doing okay? She's doing better, but still not 100%. But yeah. hopefully hopefully soon, hopefully before Christmas, we'll get her sorted. I'm on the tail end of my holiday, back to work tomorrow, sad face. Um, but we just ate all the pizza. We oh, did. Pizza. Pizza coma. And what about you, Caitlin? What's been going on? Well, I have not really done much. Bedroom? <laughs> I've done a lot in that sense. No! I've been decorating. Oh, I know. <laughs> um, no, I, I have just completely gutted and redecorated my bedroom, including tearing up flooring and putting down flooring. I can now confirm I can lay flooring. Yeah, flooring. that's impressive. DIY goddess in the house. (laughs) So basically, when I get my house at some point next year, if I want to put laminate flooring down, just give you a call. And painting. Oh, and if there's actually wallpaper on the walls. Do you want to scrape it off? Yes. Deal. In last week's episode, um, we asked, have you ever shut down a relationship or situation because somebody... (laughs) Someone shamed some aspect of your body... 
Yes or no? The results on Instagram, 86% of our listeners said they have shut a relationship down because of this. And only 14% said that they haven't. Interesting. Well, meanwhile, on Twitter, it was a tie with 50% either way. What about you guys? Have you ever shut down a relationship because of body shaming? Um, not a relationship, a friendship. Oh, <gasps> savage. Um, so I was, um, so it was actually while I was in school, um, within my group of friends, um, I had other friends out with that really close group and one of the girls was, well, two, of the, two of the girls were bigger set, tall mm. and bigger set and um, one of my friends out with my close-knit group um, made a comment, quite a derogatory comment about one of them. I was like, well if you're saying that about her, surely you must think of that about the other one as well. I was like, no, because she's ugly if. Oh. and I was like eh. you're like friendship terminated my I was just like um, okay but how were they different and they were like that just trying to just like you know what you're just digging yourself in a bigger hole I'll speak to you see you next Tuesday yeah mm. yeah I have um, obviously <laughs> I'm a I've, I've been in a situation quite a few times, like, obviously with body shaming and stuff like that. Um, but I remember I went on a date with someone, like, on a date with a guy. And um, one of the first things he said to me on the date was, I've never been with someone bigger than myself. And I knew from that moment that this was not going to go end well. What? And it, that, was, that was the first thing he said. This guy was, <laughs> going back to my last episode in this podcast, was a walking red flag. Yeah. To the sense where he also said on this date that um, no one in the world was more attractive than him. So what? as you can imagine, he was... Um, Put the garbage bin. Blocked. Yeah. And yeah. I similarly had a, a situation, which I told you both off air, where someone said something mean to me <laughs> and I was like first of all not true secondly get in the bin <laughs> boy bye has to be done well we've got another poll that we're doing this week off the topic of this week because this mm-hmm. week we're going to be chatting all about how to avoid bad sex so you can take part in our polls in the following ways either on twitter or instagram both handles are don't date me pod that's p-o-d we are asking you would you tell someone they were bad in bed. Yes or no? But the Scottish version, which is I or no. So what about you guys? Would you tell someone they're bad in bed? I wouldn't come out right away and say, by the way, you are so bad. I would be like, can you do it this way instead, in a nice way? And if they didn't get the message after that word, I'd be like, look, that's not enjoyable. <laughs> so, I think no. for me, it would depend on if it was just going to be, well... Not that it is for me anything, so <laughs> but see if it was going to be one of the ones that it was um, a one-time thing, I probably wouldn't. For context, Emma Jean is engaged. And it's a serious relationship. It's a relationship. Yeah. Um, if it was something that I was maybe seeing on a regular basis and it was the same kind of result, so I would if it then... was a one-time thing, you wouldn't? No. If it was something that I was I seeing on a regular basis... I wouldn't have a dendo, kind of like what Caitlin suggested, just going, can you try it this way? 
Even as a one-time thing, though, you can do that. Because if they're really, really bad, then you're just going to have a bad experience all in unless you say no. The way I look at it, I... Nobody likes to be criticised, but I like notes. Not to be overly criticised, but I like to get some feedback. So, like, you know, what did we do well? What could we do better? Like, if I'm with someone regularly, at least... Um, but similarly, if I'm not into something, I'll definitely... Mm-hmm. Oh, y'all know. Yeah. <laughs> Although, actually, now that I think about it, I can think of one person where I didn't actually tell them. So can I? <laughs> and I didn't... Absolutely. And then I subsequently yeah. also then saw them again and still didn't tell them. But for me, for me to get to that stage with people... Yeah. Is it because you don't feel comfortable? Yeah, and it's obviously that way where like, I don't like conversation. It's then that way where it's that way potentially. It's what we discussed on our last episode. Yeah. Where it's that way, it's that feeling safe and it's then not discussing sex while having sex. Oh, I see your point. And it's then that way where it could also then potentially be quite dangerous, particularly as a female. It's then that way that I'm then concerned that then could obviously then turn into something potentially abusive. So for me, Mm -hmm. I just wouldn't say anything. I might maybe message them if I knew I was never going to see them again. Just message them go, here are your notes for the next conquest for you, and then just block them. I think it's... I think I would always approach it from the perspective of not critiquing someone, but just saying, do you know what I really like? I really like this. Yeah. Or yeah. I prefer this. Let's do this. Or, like, or if you this, we to, should try this. Yeah. Yeah, but for me, for, as I said, for me to get to that stage, I probably would have had those need to be discussions more comfortable. with people beforehand. Mm. And this is where the demisexuality comes into play. Yes. Right? Access Parkour is Scotland's leading provider for parkour and movement classes across Edinburgh and Scotland. They create non-competitive physical spaces that allow people to develop the skills they need to overcome physical and mental barriers. All their coaches are friendly, experienced and qualified through two major parkour qualification providers. Their coaches are also first aid trained and personally selected and approved by Access Parkour for their high standards of teaching. They also have classes for everyone. Kids classes for ages between 8 to 16 years, adult single sessions or longer monthly programmes, and they even offer concession rates for those who are running on a tight budget, keeping the sport accessible. To book a session or for more information, visit their website, accessparkour.com, and head to their Instagram or Facebook pages to learn more about their work and to see them in action. Challenge yourself and succeed in the challenges you face with Access Parkour. What else? So there we go. Well, let's let's chat about a bit more about this. So, when researching for the show, I found that one in eight women and one in twenty men say that they lack enjoyment during sex, and that's from an article in Independent. We'll uh, pop that in the show notes. Does that surprise you that one in eight women and one in twenty men say they lack no. enjoyment? No. No, I, to be fair, I actually thought the men percentage would be higher. I thought it would be a bit less, to be honest, and the women's would be higher. 
Which is... No, as in, like, the... I'd maybe expected to, like, maybe, like... No, but the women's is higher, though. The women's is higher. Yeah, but I would have expected to have been higher. Oh, even higher than yeah. that. Wow. Yeah, I would think with men, I was maybe expected it to be, like, 1 in 20. Have, like, 1 in 25 or something. Yeah, like I would I would have thought that as well. But, again, I think it's that way where... But then it depends on your scope of people that you're asking. Because if you're asking some gay, bisexual, trans, whatever, males... Mm. You could then see that number being bumped up. Well, bump. You know what I mean? Yeah. To that fifth that's there. Well, in this particular survey, just for context, it was a sample of fifteen thousand one hundred and sixty-two adults. So it's quite a large number of people were. Yeah, that's a good kind of scope. So that's. But either way, though, that's quite a lot of people, right? Yeah. Um. Well, bad sex isn't a new thing. Uh, I found Jessica Bennett's review of a book called Bad Sex by Nona Willis-Arnowitz in the New York Times. In her book, Nona says that in the 1960s and 1970s, most men involved in the sexual revolution still viewed sex as quantitative, resulting in a lot of bad sex. (laughs) She says, in, out, in, out, she recalls, it was so boring you could die. I'll pop the reference for that in the show notes. So that got me thinking, you know, is boring sex the same as bad sex? No. No, I wouldn't say so either. No. Because... Talk us through that. Boring sex, like, can just be repetitive sex. Like, if you have sex with someone pretty much the same way, same positions all the time, that's going to become boring. Whereas bad sex... It's bad sex. It's bad sex. <laughs> yeah. There's no other way to put bad sex out other than bad sex. Yeah. yeah. But boring sex is like the same thing done the same way yeah. consistently. And I think that's where I'm not going to get it because any relationship that I've had that's ended hasn't been, hasn't, it's never got to the point where the sex is boring. The sex yeah. is always the good part of the relationship. Okay. In fact, in some of the relationships, it's the only part that was good, <laughs> to be honest. Um, but yeah, so that's interesting because to me, I view it differently because I equate boring sex as bad sex, which is okay. interesting. Yeah, it's quite interesting. But again, I can see why that's different because it's just my perception. Yeah. Um, obviously, my fiance is the person that I've been in the longest relationship with. But even with him, I wouldn't say our sex life is boring by any way, shape, I mean. Not from what you've told us, Emma Jane. <laughs> no, I didn't say so. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I have been in relationships in the past where I would say it has gotten, it was either boring or very dull or very yeah. inconsequential. Not spicy. Yes. It doesn't have enough sparkles either. Zaz. <laughs> well, in that case then, what is bad sex? Well, we came across a fun article in the Metro by Olivia Cassano that outlines 10 types of bad sex that everyone will have sooner or later in their life. And again, there will be a link to that in the show notes. So let's discuss. Let's discuss these sweet, sweet bad sexes. (laughs) I wouldn't call them sweet, sweet, Jamie. (laughs) I wouldn't call them sweet, sweet. This is the first one that's on this list. Maybe sour, sour. (laughs) Not sweet, sweet, sour, sour. Maybe maybe sweet, sour. No. Sour. Sweet and sour sour? Maybe. Yeah, sour sour. Or sour sweet sour? Because sometimes sometimes mm. bad sex can have a little sweet spot and then it gets sour again. So sour yeah. sweet sour? Yeah. 
Yeah. Sour, sweet, sour. Sour, sweet, sour. Yeah. Go You're overruled, Jamie. So, first on their list is first time sex. Oh. <laughs> well, I had nice times my first times. All first times. So. Oh, so we're not going back to the very first time? All, all first. <laughs> no, but all first times for me, both because male. Oh yeah, sorry. I'm like, what? Yeah, I got confused. Bye. Yeah, bisexual. It's my strap line. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like my first time with a dude was quite awkward, mm-hmm. but um, from what I've, I've heard, people have really bad first experiences, which makes me laugh because I managed to kind of bypass that. Okay. I was. I don't know about this. How was your first time? So my first time was actually when I was older. I don't think people realize this, but my first time was when I was what, 19, 20. Oh, cool. Okay. So I was much older, and at that time, looking back on it now, I would also probably say I was more coerced into it. Yeah. Oh, no. Um, just because I was in a really shitty place. Yeah. And that was also one of my escape mechanisms. Right. And then when I was kind of getting out of that, my other escape mechanism obviously became alcohol. Mm. I'm going out every weekend. Yeah. I was 19, 20. <laughs> I'm 27 <laughs> and that's still my coping. Mechanism. I thought that was going to go a different so, route. I thought you were going to say, so I was 19, so I was so much older and wiser. And no. That did not go was, how I thought it was going to go. I was still very naive. Yeah. At that point, it was that where I would say I probably was coerced into it. Um, and it was... It wasn't awful. I just... It wasn't particularly thrilling yeah. either. Um, but yeah. Caitlin! Well, nice is a little bit more complicated because I kind of have two first times. Amazing. <laughs> right, which is kind of strange, but I, I would say both of them were first times, right? Because I had quite a large break between, like, when the very first time mm-hmm. and then when I started become, like, having Our sex woman. again. <laughs> yeah, you could put it like that. So, like, I was in my, like, in my teens the first time and then... I was 20, like, the, la- the like, after a five, like, so it was a five-year gap, mm. and I don't really remember when I was 15, to be honest, um, but when I was 20, like, yeah, the, like, it was a, an alright experience, um, not really something to write home about, but the aftermath of it, um, kind of was not nice, like, not, like, the whole situation with that particular no. human um, became pretty toxic. So that wasn't a nice experience. So that was in effect bad sex. It wasn't the sex wasn't bad. Just the situation. just the memory of it now. Oh me. It just tarnishes the whole thing. Okay. Yeah, but I've had lots and lots of good sex after that. <laughs> well, more bad sex. So what's the next one? Right. So snooze, boring sex. Okay, so this is interesting because to me, this, to me, maybe this is the whole bisexual, queer, gay part of me coming out, but I'm like, if the sex is boring, then that's bad sex, baby. <laughs> like, I and I think, uh, that's the trouble though, I feel like men place so much emphasis on sex, but I just feel like, yeah, I, I think I've been very lucky in the relationships that I've had because even the relationships that have been truly awful, the sex was amazing. Um... 
So I feel quite lucky that way. So we were discussing this before we start recording. So for me personally, because I like things a little bit spicy. Spicy. Um, spicy and sparkly. It's for me, me personally, missionary. Oh yeah. Sex mm-hmm. is boring, and it's in that way as well. Where if you are having sex, same bed, same positions, all that stuff, the repetitiveness of it. If it's always that same bed, always that same position, always the same lingerie that you use that's then boring yeah same lipstick that's that does that's then, that's then that sounds terrible boring <laughs> so okay i can see but that's the thing though maybe that's why it's so different for queer men because like they're so a lot of the time more adventurous in the bedroom so they don't get i wouldn't say that that's just a queer men thing because no. i think it's just a personal like kind of vibe yeah. yeah and a lot of the time it can be due to lack of communication yeah, yeah. Like, we'll, we'll touch a bit on, like, communication and things like that later on, mm-hmm. but, like, when it comes to boring sex, if you're having, the, like, Emma Jane says, like, the same old sex all the time... Yeah, that sounds terrible. ...conversation has to be hard. But that's on the Like, I know some people, but that's what they love, and mm-hmm. that, to them, is not boring. Yeah. That's what... They love. It's personal choice, isn't it? Is it does sometimes personal. So what, for some else, like what I find in the same position every time. Yeah. Uh huh. So much and I enjoy it. But you'll know yourself, like if you haven't had that experience. Yeah. To try things with, like with that person or with other people, mm. you're not going to know any different. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah. So they wouldn't consider that boring. Yeah. Necessarily. Well, Caitlin. The next one on your list is quite funny because I've, I've got a funny story about this one. So, okay. injury during sex would be bad sex. Now, this is a funny story because it's actually someone's parents. Oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> right, okay. And their parents told us this story because we were talking about, for some reason, we're all having this very, like, frank conversation about sex in the shower, which we'll come back to later. And, uh, and they were saying about how they had done it and it had gone wrong. And me being me, I was like, Fascinating. Do tell. Tell me everything. And apparently this podcast is labelled as explicit, so I'm so sorry if you're listening to this mum. <laughs> <laughs> but basically he slipped out of her. Okay. And then they smacked back in in the wrong angle. Oh. And he basically he basically <laughs> like bruised his penis. It bru- and it, and it, it was like significantly bruised. Oh wow. And and they were really worried about it for a moment, because you could you proper hurt yeah, it. Yeah, you can't. Like you can snap it. like your banjo and stuff. Ah! So yeah, that, that that is a concern. Like with a few people to yeah. um, shower sex. The idea of it scares me. Well, so actually, shower sex, sex is. On I said list. that earlier. Yeah. Yeah. What's um, your What's your thoughts on shower sex? Bad sex? No. I love it. I think it's great. <laughs> I love it too. I love it too. It's probably the only time in my life I feel like a porn star. I'm like, is see you whipping back that non hair? I'm like, I'm, yeah, sorry, you can't see what I'm doing. I'm like whipping my hair that I don't have back and forth. See if you have okay, one, the right shower. So you need to have like a, a rain shower for one. Yeah. 
You need to have a rain shower for it, Yeah, one. it needs to be not be one of those terrible, like, electric showers, you know? Yeah. If you turn it on, it goes, hey, like that. Mm-hmm. And it's got terrible water pressure, none of that. It needs to be, like, a proper good water pressure shower. It needs to be a proper shower, shower, and it's that way where it can be good because, again, angles, if you get angles right. But logistically as well, it's not going to work for everyone. And no. also, it does depend on the, the, the shower space as well. Yeah. Like, if it's one of those square cubicle That's situations. That's not going to work. Yeah. <laughs> that's not going to work. That, that's just dangerous because, you know, you can accidentally knock things and put up the scalding hot. Not a vibe. You've done that? <laughs> no. 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 I've not. Um, another one on Caitlin's list is unexpected fetish sex, which I've got a funny story about. Fetishes. When it's like, I kind of fetish that you just turn around and you're like, oh my God. Like We were talking about really? this a couple of episodes ago. We were talking about fetishes and kinks and stuff. Yeah. Really interesting. Yeah. Which which you kind of appeared on. Yeah, you're... Didn't actually appear on. You're highlighting is this, in it. Is you're, this the you're one? You're one in the episode. I am in the episode. Yeah. I'll play you back some of right, was this was this the one where I sent you the voice note? Yeah. Yeah, yeah right, okay. Okay. So you're, I, I, your Ice Cube story's on it. But, um... What? <laughs> <laughs> Your ice cream story starts the episode. Oh no! Yeah, did well, I send that in a voice note or did I just yeah, like, no, like, no, you it? No, you sent a voice note. It's actually your voice that's on it. <laughs> but that's so funny. Right. But yeah, Caitlin is going to be red right now. I feel like I, I reference this. Let's just not pu- publicly post that anywhere that anyone that I know because the person involved, I don't think he'd appreciate Uh-oh. that. Sorry. Well, I think... I didn't use his name, did I? No. no. That's okay then. <laughs> now, I can't remember if we talked about this on the, the fetish episode. Did I talk about the feet guy? No, you didn't. I didn't, did I? Right, no. okay. Well, we're going we're going to get in about it, but not... <laughs> and about them toes? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I um, didn't tell my feet story afterwards. Yes. So basically, I inadvertently entertain someone with a foot fetish and I was like this isn't for me but we'll just we'll just like commit to the bit as I like to say I like to facilitate other people's fun yeah and it and it was a time it was the best of times and it was the worst of times <laughs> not for me for him though <laughs> you had a great time but no I, I it's but then again that wasn't unexpected like I knew that he was into that Oh, yeah, but I, I, yeah. if I did not know that, and then someone was like, how about them toes? So, <laughs> like, that's with mine, I didn't know <laughs> until a point is that name where at one point he actually got down on his hands and knees. Wait, actually, and you didn't know at the time? Not at the time, but he actually worshipped and then, then asked permission. Worshipped your feet. Oh what was he saying was he like <laughs> he was oh your like, feet is so beautiful like a little juicy toes I can't toes. even remember because I have mentally blocked this out <laughs> until tonight <laughs> <laughs> it's in that way where he asked if he could uh, suck my toes oh, oh no well but then again that's fine if that's your bag yeah. baby We've but maybe he should have communicated that before yeah, yeah because that yeah. could have been a complete mood killer like so another example of unexpected fetish during sex is a guy that like dirty talk oh yeah i find dirty talk so awkward i can't lie now again i like to facilitate people i like to enable people i like to yeah. be there commit to a bit all that <laughs> but do you know what he wanted me to say did he want you to call him daddy <laughs> no he said he he basically kept saying he just kept talking about and saying that he was going to 
Oh my god. <laughs> and he wanted to, he wanted to, me to call him. Oh no. And I'd be all like, yeah. But then eventually I was like, all right. And then I just committed <laughs> to the bit and it's quite funny. But then I couldn't, I couldn't stop laughing in my head though. I was like, cause I, as soon as I, I was I saying it. I don't think I'd be able to keep in not, not laughing at that to be honest. As soon as I was saying it, I was being, I was like coming out of my own body, listening to myself saying it. And mm. I was like, that's ridiculous. All right, next on the list, moving on. I'm actually quite shocked at that. But anyway, moving on. Um, surprise bodily fluids. <laughs> Anyone get any stories? I'll be honest. Period sex does not bother me. It doesn't phase me at all. It doesn't bother me. I've never had it. Neither of that. And it's not really something that I want to explore. <laughs> no, me neither. So, for me, is that it wasn't really surprise, but it was that we were... Um, is that when point, you're the horniest though, sometimes? Sometimes. Yeah, but, yeah, but you can do other stuff without the full shebang, which sure. is more fun. Yeah, talking of that, actually, you know, occupational hazard, guys, anal sex, these things happen. Yeah. You can dish as much as you want to dish, but sometimes you shouldn't have had that salad. <laughs> so. to put you in perspective Jamie had to explain the salad thing to me whilst we were standing at the interval in the theatre oh that's right <laughs> that is right <laughs> genuinely anal, anal we, sex doesn't happen by itself guys yeah we went to see Dream Girls a few weeks ago and Jamie um, in the interval was like that telling me about this situation and he was like sometimes you just can't have that salad and I was like wait what? He's <laughs> like yeah we're stood surrounded by all these people in posh outfits looking about you know salads. <laughs> talking about dishing. Um, yeah. I, I did I, see Dream Girls at a different point. I have guys, to say like yeah. I'm not overly precious about that situation but at least put a little bit of effort in including it, that situation because yeah. otherwise you nasty. You nasty. And that's a different type of fetish and I'm not into that one. Yeah. Um, okay, what's next on the list? The next one is a personal favourite. Drunk sex. Love it. Yeah. I like it. I like yeah. it because you just throw everything else out the window. As long you're, as, as, long as you're, your inner porn star comes out. But as long as it's you're conscious and it's and consensual. consensual. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. yeah. Like, there's a line you don't cross. But mm. anyway... Drunk sex for me is one of those ones that's just... Yeah. I get drunk. Like, I have one sip of alcohol and I'm like, right, okay. I am that guy. I just think it's... I think you can have a really funny, fun time. (laughs) Like, yeah. I think drunk sex is one of the ones where, like, particularly if it's maybe your first time with a person or whatever it's like you're still getting to know one like you might have had like sober sex a couple of times yeah so this is where you're really gonna get to potentially know how dirty your partner mm-hmm. can yeah let loose a little bit because you're not as nervous you're more relaxed yep. you're more open to things yeah so therefore you beforehand you might not have wanted him to use a tie to tie you to the bed but then this particular thing, you're like, Let's Imogene, go. Imogene never just has like a generic example. She's always like ex- extremely specific about her examples. Just you know, for talking sake, just tie me to a lamppost on a street. <laughs> Naked. No. Naked. <laughs> no. That's too bad, you. Too bad. But 
No, yeah. I yeah, I get you. Like I think... alcohol is a lubricant to remove your knickers. But I would say though, as long as you potentially are happy not to come, because sometimes get like guys, because oh, yeah, yeah. guys if they're super drunk they can't actually. Yeah, come. but that kind of benefits us a little bit because it, it does. can go longer. Like forever. It does. It but it does, does get to you set the, the situation where you have to turn around and be like, look, anywhere you're near, and they're like not in this position, and they're like changing the position. So, next on the list, we have experimental sex gone wrong. So, case in point, being tied to a lamppost. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I can see... Well, I guess that goes back to the shower example, right? Of, like, trying something spicy now and it going... Horribly wrong. Horribly, horribly wrong. I can't think of any example of myself where something's gone terribly wrong. Myself, no. No, terribly. Like, if you experiment with something and you're just like, oh, do you know what? This isn't working for me. That's kind of like, you you, expect, you tried it. Actually, yeah. no, I do have an you example. You know how you can get those, like, flavoured lubricants? Right. Yes. Yeah. Disgusting. They are. There are so many and they're so sticky and horrible. So that's, that's an experiment that went wrong. Yeah. I just felt like I was covered in fructose. Like, <laughs> also, you know how Judex do like the partner lubricants? Yeah. They are fucking shocking. Oh, really? They, they not. What do they do? Just, what are they supposed to do? There's one that actually burns. Oh, really? Yeah, it's like really, really nippy. Oh, yeah, is that the one that's meant to be tingly? Yeah. It's meant to tingle, but it just sets everything on fire? Yeah. Oh, no. Can you imagine? Yeah, so that's, good, not, but, you know. that's not good vibes. And speaking of chemistry, no chemistry sex, okay. which I think is a good one because yeah. that that to me is the definition of boring sex. Bad sex. Is like, boring and bad sex is like no chemistry. Yeah, so that one and the next one are less kind of like What's the next interlink one? for Selfish. me. Oh, interesting. Yeah, so... Take um, us through that imagery. So I'd been seeing this guy before I was with my now partner Um and um, he, we agreed we were gonna meet up and have some fun times, um, and we went about it. And for me, it just wasn't really doing anything. Oh no! Like nothing at all. Like didn't even get like a little mini tingle. Mm. And were you nothing. at the point where you were comfortable to say that to them, or no, not, not yet? Right. No. Um, so just that and then it's just that we were it kind of just made me realise that yeah this isn't really it's not doing it it's not doing it in any way shape or form like for anything and I think he kind of picked up on that as well because after that I never heard from him again yeah I think it kind of like when that happens you kind of just you took the both of you get a vibe that like it's not, it's it's not, not working. Happening. So that's a good example so, of selfish sex as well, right? Because he didn't... If he could pick up that you weren't interested in yeah, that. Yeah, oh, so... He well finished. I didn't. Yeah, no, but, like... I said this earlier on when we went through the list as well. Men can be quite selfish in the bedroom. Mm-hmm. And yeah. all out for themselves. Yeah. And, like, they don't do not care what you want and whether or not you finish or nothing. But there's a lot of selfish sex. Yeah, there for is, sure. But it's not just men. We will no, preface that. It's not just men. There is. I've done it myself. Where I've been all out for myself. And then I'm like, I don't care. You can do what you like. 
Yeah, it's that way. But I've known some men to not really want to worry about themselves. Mm-hmm. And it's that way where it's that was like, I don't care, I just want you they to. <laughs> I did. We go back. <laughs> I did. Oh, aye. Um. Um, and it's that way where, yeah. Mm-hmm. See, when you find the one that only wants to satisfy you, it's in that way where you try to satisfy them. Like, no, it, it's it's your turn. Yeah. Like that. Well, from a queer man perspective, I know I'm very critical of, like, the whole persistent need to label everything in the gay community, like, top, bottom, side, um, what's the other ones? Otter, bear. Did you... you, Polar bear. Caitlin's like, what are you talking about? You remember seeing this? There's the thing that you can do on, like, with your hand, apparently, that determines if you're a top or a bottom. Oh my god, like... uh. It's on TikTok. Can I do it right now? Yeah. It's on TikTok, it must be true. Right, hold on, my sock's falling off. Let's find out if Caitlin... Right. Live the podcast. Let's see. Is Caitlin a top or bottom? Do Do you know what a top or bottom is? Of course. Okay. What's what's a, a side? Is that when you like music? <laughs> it's when you're, you're not into either. Right, okay. Yeah, it's called a side, isn't it? Yeah. Pick a side and I get on with it. <laughs> like, I can't remember the actual things, what it is, what I just right, look it being up. a thing. But right. I'll look it look up, it up and see if I can figure it out. <laughs> I'm just actually Googling it to make sure I'm right. Yeah, so it's like top, bottom, or side. Because side is the guy that prefers to kiss, hug, or engage in oral sex. So what is a polar bear? Or did you just make that up to confuse me even more? Uh, so it's like an older bear. Uh, likes like a good a cuddle. Likes a good cuddle. Like a wee cuddle. Yeah. Can we not just have like a little cuddle? And then you've got your daddies and your jocks and all that kind of stuff. But anyway, <laughs> so although I can be critical of that, I can see how it's important because I've dated someone who was not the same position as... No, because I would re- regard myself as kind of like versatile side. Mm-hmm. Wow, we're really getting getting in it in this episode, aren't we? Yeah. Um, I dated an exclusive top. Okay. Which was problematic because then not I, I wasn't fully satisfied. Yeah, which you can't have. That's yeah. not a two-way relationship. So yeah, so I guess... That's what you call a selfish lover. Selfish lover. And that is why they are in the bin. Don't me. Listen to Faith Me. A podcast for the makers of Don't Date Me, which explores matters of identity through the lens of faith. Why do people put their faith in the unexpected, and how does it shape them? Let's find out. Hey, I'm Jamie, one of the presenters from Don't Date Me. On every episode of the show, for the past three seasons, I started every episode by saying that I'm a six foot four, bisexual man and closeted Christian. Obviously it's a bit, and it's supposed to be a bit tongue in cheek, but yeah, I'm a Christian. Well, a person of faith. I believe in something. Balancing that with my sexuality has been a challenge over the years, as I'm sure you could imagine. Maybe that's why I find matters of identity, generally speaking, so fascinating. Maybe I'm intrigued by how people form their identities as their struggles mirror my own. Throughout the Don't Date Me podcast, we explored matters of sexual identity, and it was fascinating. But in my new limited edition podcast series, I'm going to explore matters of faith, the cross-sections between personal identity and the things that people believe in, and it's not going to be what you're expecting. 
Follow on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts so you don't miss future episodes. So what's our top three tips for avoiding bad sex or just generally improving your sex life? <laughs> right, my top tips for avoiding bad sex. I'm just going to look straight in. Um, you have to have trust. Trust is key. Um, comfort. If you're both comfortable in the situation. Mm. Uh, foreplay is 100% something that needs to happen for good sex to happen. Because typically with women, a lot of women cannot finish if they haven't already been involved in some foreplay. Yeah. I agree. And foreplay is... Foreplay can be fun in itself. And yes. Foreplay can be... Foreplay is fundamental. Foreplay yeah. is also fundamental about building trust, trust with yeah. a partner. Definitely. Which kind of leads me on to, I suppose, minds. It's then that way. It's honesty. It's yeah. like my one. It's honesty. It's exactly where, if you're honest with your partner, and it's exactly where, again, for me, it does take me a while to be able to, like, speak about things just because that's the way I am but I will still be honest with my partner and go you know that thing that we tried that one time I didn't enjoy that yeah let's not do that again however I would like to try it this way instead yeah and then that way where it's that way which the honesty part of it um the next thing for me would be like safety so making sure that you're safe in every way shape or form yeah so making sure you kind of don't kind of compare it. So, again, we're talking about the drunk sex type mm-hmm. thing. Mm. Making sure you're not too drunk as yeah. to where you could potentially KO and then somebody yeah. takes advantage of you. Or with the other person being in the same situation. Like, yeah. if yeah. you if you're both the same level of drunk, like it's fine. It's fine. Picture but if one of you is completely... Yeah. Out- Picture the scene. You're on a date. You're both had, you both shared a bottle of wine. You're making out, you're having a good time. Mm-hmm. That's what we're talking yeah. about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then my next one for me is like consent. So ties ties into the whole drunk thing as well. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. and it's that we were like, all of these I would say do tie in to one another. Yeah. In one way or another. And what about you, Jamie? What's yours? Can I? Sorry, yeah. sorry, but can I just say before you say anything, like like anything else, when it comes to any type of sex, at all, consent is the forefront front of anything that yeah. happens yeah. you cannot have sex with someone unless there is consent from both parties so yeah. Jane, now that you're in the position of being in a long term loving relationship you won't need to worry about this but should you ever need to worry about this again if you're just not into it just say yeah be like get out of me I don't like that yeah <laughs> don't I'm just be like lying there like a plank thinking oh well I might as well just wait till it's over <laughs> no. that's, bad that's bad sex that's bad sex yeah. I'm gonna do that Good. If you're not, no. if, you, if you don't, me and Jamie are going to come for you. Yeah. <laughs> no, as in, I'm going to just lie there and just leave it Well, I will. <laughs> Caitlin's going to come for you. Good times. Um, <laughs> I will come for you. <laughs> My dirty mind just played right up there. I was just a bit school. <laughs> I will come for you. Why not? What if I make it nice for you? <laughs> Get your feet out. Then I'll consider it. No, anyway. So, what about mine? I'm glad you asked. <laughs> um, okay, so my first one is communication. 
And I think specifically about setting expectations. Because yes. I recently had a dating situation with someone where we bizarrely hadn't set expectations as to what was and wasn't going to happen. And that just led to kind of like a bit of awkwardness. And I was like, mm-hmm. hmm, curious. So yeah, I feel like setting expectations is really important. And also just communicating in general. So I'm into it. I'm not into it. I prefer this. Let's try this yeah. kind of thing. And you can like gently guide someone as you're having sex. You don't need to critique them whilst they're yeah. inside you. But you can let them know what, what feels good. Um, next, I would say practice. Uh, get to know yourself. Because you, yes. how you got to get to know someone else if you don't know yourself. Yeah. Um, how are you going to help someone satisfy you properly? If you don't exactly. know. You don't know yourself. You yeah. don't know what you like. Exactly. What you um, and that's what I spent all the lot of time doing. Yeah. I had a great time. Yeah. Bad, so. <laughs> so when, I know you did. <laughs> so whenever people were whinging about being indoors on their own, I was, I was, having, too happy. I was having a time. Um, and I thoroughly recommend you do the same. And also, lastly, I would say be open to trying new things as well. Yeah. And I find it interesting, I'm the one that's saying this, because off the back of what we were talking about earlier about not often being in relationships that have boring sex I find it interesting that I'm the one that's being like try new things but discuss it with your partner yeah. maybe you do open up your relationship maybe you communication is key yeah communication really is key Like, and I think having chatted to various people about polyamory and open relationships and that kind of stuff I can see the benefits that that can bring for people's love lives. So that could be something that could be interesting to chat about and explore. I'm not saying it's going to be for everyone because it's not. Uh, but also the kind of kink stuff we were talking about and the fetish stuff last yeah. uh, not last week, but the week before as well. Um, as well is, is another thing that you can try new things. Um, but, but I just again, think... all of the things that we've got a success all kind of focus on because you can't gain consent without communication yeah yeah so therefore communication and consent go hand in hand yeah so those are your two kind of tenants tenants and your two kind of founding pillars i suppose of a relationship that you need to have yeah because you need to have good communication and that's something that myself and my partner have like set from the get-go like Mm -hmm. we both said if X, Y, or Z happens, we'll let the other one know, yeah. and we'll we'll both agree just to end the relationship mm. type thing. Yeah, and that sort of thing that we set very early on in our relationship. That's something that we've even like held to this day. Mm-hmm. So, and even that, we were like maybe some slight potential deal breakers have come up. We've discussed them and yeah. we've resolved them, sort of thing. So, and I think reflecting on my experiences, like. If I ever find myself, not that I would do necessarily, but if I ever find myself in a situation where I was with a partner who was a different position to me and was fixing that one position, maybe I'd be like, hey, you're not satisfying me. Yeah. Let's open things up. Or, do you know what I mean? Like, communication is definitely key. Yeah, because, let's face it, you cannot have a healthy, satisfying sex life without communicating with the other person. Definitely. That's interesting. So, ultimately... A lot of our our tips have kind of all overlapped, but they all come back to communication, which is good. Yeah. So you've heard what we want to say. Now we want to know your tips for avoiding bad sex. 
Drop us a WhatsApp voice note or send us your message by hitting the contact button on our Instagram, instagram.com forward slash don't date me pod. And if you have a sex horror story, need some advice, or just want to share an opinion, you can email it to don't date me pod at itsjamiesparks.com. We will see you on next week's episode where we're going to be discussing situationships. What is the alternative if long term monogamy isn't the one for you? That'd be fun. Yeah. So as we say in the exact same way every single week without deviation, stay communicative. Don't forget to practice. And definitely don't, don't date, date me. me. Unless you're amazing in bed. Hey, thank you for listening. The Don't Date Me podcast is created by Jamie Sparks Productions. If you enjoyed it, follow our show and rate it five stars on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening. You can rate us each time you listen to an episode pure diet as it helps people find our show keep in touch by dropping us an email at don'tdatemepod at itsjamiesparks.com and follow us on twitter or instagram at don'tdatemepod if you love what we're doing please consider donating to unicef to aid the people of ukraine recently our listeners raised 410 pounds after gift matching you can find the link in the show notes see you on the next episode